Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Top Phoenix of football. Well, this woman crush Wednesday. It's an NFL lunch. Biddy and Haney, Bob Haney, Face Rodden, Nolan McGraw, Jeff's Reback, retweeting for re-Xing, whatever the hell it is, from uh, Adam Schefter there. Cardinals designated Kyler Murray to return from the injured reserve. Mm. Ravens will play the Cardinals next week in Arizona. Will he? Uh, I don't. I don't think it matters. Even if he does play. He'll be so Bob. He ain't. When's the last time he's taken a snap? You know, it's been quite some time. Yeah. Not this calendar year, <laughs> and it's already what yeah. late October. It's been a while for sure. So just to you know, keep an eye on that uh, on that news and how it might change over the next few days for sure. We haven't talked about this one yet, but Julio Jones, seven-time Pro Bowler. Signed a one-year contract with the Eagles yesterday. Played uh, with uh, A.J. Brown for a year in Tennessee back in 2021. That was the year that Tennessee was the number one seed in the AFC mm-hmm. and lost to the Bengals in the wild card when old Tannehill was in a very giving mood that day yes, down in Nashville. Yeah. But why Philly? Well, they don't have a third wide receiver. I mean, Goddard, they, they have Goddard, they have Smith, and they have Brown. You know, so adding Jones gives them another option. Maybe they feel like they need another option. Um, I don't I don't really, I don't know, because he's not a one or a two really anymore, so he's probably a three, and if he can provide, he's got height, you know, and I'm sure he doesn't run like he ran at one time, but... You know, if he can give them anything, maybe he gives them a little boost. You know, sometimes when you bring in a veteran like that, a guy, you know, when he walks into the locker room, you know, gives you a little boost. And I guess for him, if he can still play to any level, Vinny, he's waltzing right into a playoff team. So he didn't play on a Super Bowl champ, came close in Atlanta when they gacked that one against New England. But that might uh, give him even a little more incentive to play even beyond what he might be capable of. You know who the next guy is is going to be doing that, Bob? And Dominick Sue. It's about ready. It's about time for him to choose a team to right. come back now. <laughs> also NFL news, Christian McCaffrey has avoided serious injury and it looked like he might play on Monday night. He's got the oblique and the rib, which knocked him out of the Browns' loss this past Sunday. Not only that, Debo Samuel, who was also KO'd in that game, mm-hmm. he could go and Trent Williams, so it looked like they could be in dire straits, the 49ers, injury-wise. Not saying it's an absolute, but there's a chance, according to Adam Schefter, that all three could play as soon as this week. 
and the Niners hadn't beat Minnesota since 92 in Minneapolis. So it's it's been a while. You know, so the, the Vikings have had some good luck there. Uh, bad news for the Rams is uh, their young running back, uh, Kieran Williams, mm-hmm. who had been running all over everybody out of Notre Dame. Yep. Going to miss multiple weeks. So uh, ankle sprain. I mean, they're bringing in like all sorts of. They just brought back Daryl Henderson, Miles Gaskin, Royce Freeman. I mean, there's a lot of uh, names of you know vintage going by who they had to sign. But this Williams kid was uh, really, really dealing for them. So if I'm a betting man, Bob Cooper Cup ten plus catches. Oh, he's already getting that back for sure. Also. Anthony Richardson, shoulder surgery, done for the year. That's now official. I just, uh, I don't, I don't get, I mean, Bobby was hurt every game. We either had a concussion or he had something. Every, he came out, on, I think, every game. You know, so you can't just have him run all over the place, I, you know. Uh, and he's, he's wasting the whole year now because he can't throw or do anything. For those wondering what happened to Trace McSorley, well, he signed with the Bears. Their practice squad, uh, Justin Fields, uh, what dislocated thumb, I believe it is, on yeah, his throwing hand. Throwing hand. He's going to be out for a while. So, well, uh, Trace McSorley, he's uh, coming back into the old National Football League, at least on the Bears practice squad. Trevor Lawrence saying the knee, which was banged up just four days ago, is feeling better to the point we'll get to the schedule later in the hour. For week seven, but the spread that was yesterday in favor of New Orleans minus three is now down to one. Ooh. So the odds makers looking at Trevor Lawrence as a guy that might, in fact, play in this game. Yeah, and I, I guess if he he if he can, you know, he will. But if he's limited, because a big part of his game, Bob, is using his legs and moving around. So if he doesn't have that and he's stationary. That may hurt them big time. Speedy Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. NFL lunch, Roger Goodell. He's sticking around for a while. Met with the media. And, you know, the gambling thing, you know, gambling's legal pretty much. I mean, we talk about it here on The Fan. Everybody likes to drop a couple of bucks on your favorite team to win a game or so. But it's frowned upon if you're a player in the NFL in certain situations. I mean, just look at what happened with a lot of players over the last 12 months. And here's Roger Goodell explaining the violation and the punishment that comes with it. Well, the the whole landscape on gambling is changing, right? It is changing pretty dramatically and pretty quickly. I think we're up to 37 states that have now legalized it across the country. And we want to try to be as clear as we can with our policies. I heard feedback from our players about really understanding that and trying to be a little bit more clear on that. So it was an initiative we undertook. We obviously met with the union about it. Um, and we wanted to make sure it was clear that if you bet on the NFL, that's not acceptable. Betting inside our facilities or on business is, is something that's inappropriate. We monitored that and we, we've actually adjusted that. You know, it's funny to me. And again, I gamble. I play right. Fandle all the time. But, you know, the NFL has official betting partners. Oh, don't bet. Don't bet. We can bet on you, but don't bet. And you can't even bet on what's the matter you in their facility. So there's there's a certain level of hypocrisy here, I would well, say. Well, Bob, you know what's funny is that just look back to when no teams could be in Vegas. You oh, know? no doubt. You know, and then now who would have ever thought that, you know, 
you'd have gambling machines in stadiums now and all it, it's it's bob the nfl sports it's all about the money man uh, uh, even more so way noon's probably like where the hell was this 40 years ago yeah out there in las vegas speaking of roger goodell he's signing he's sticking around but what about your future there roger goodell I signed a three-year extension. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, we'll see what the future holds. I, I don't. I don't know. We'll. We'll see. Um, so I'm not making any commitments on it other than for the next three years. I'm going to bust my butt. Extension through 27 for Roger Goodell. Yeah, I mean, well, Roger's what, like 66, 67. That'll probably take him to 70, my guess. And you know, like he kind of 64. He's 64. He'll be 67. He kind of groomed, you know, Tagliabue groomed him. He was always the right-hand guy. He was always, you know, when Tagliabue was the guy, Roger was the guy that you would go to to get things done and stuff, you know. So who's who are they grooming, you know, to become the next Roger if they are? Because the owners have to vote on it. Yeah, and, and he's making them billions of oh, dollars and billions. Goodell or whatever. I just can't stand this streaming nonsense that's affecting the regular season Thursday night. Yeah. There's a playoff game this year that's going to be in a streaming format, and it probably will happen during the, our lifetime that the Super Bowl is going to be in that sort of uh, well, outlet. What do you think, Bob, about the Super Bowl being in London? I think I'm against it because it'll be at 9 o'clock in the morning. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Well, it would be early afternoon. Play the Super Bowl at night. So it was Still. 2 it was 2 p.m. <laughs> over there. <laughs> I don't like it either, yeah. but but try so this on. So it'd be for like uh, what? What's a 12:30 Super Bowl? 3 o'clock. Probably anymore. What like 3 o'clock or afternoon Super Bowl on a Sunday? We got to come into work the next day. No. I want the Super Bowl to lead into what should be a federal holiday the day after. Now we're asking for two months. But London, I am Siskel and Ebert, two thumbs down. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. We have thumbs up for our next guest. It's Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. We'll look at Week 7 NFL Slate. Got baseball coming up tonight. Playoff baseball at that. ALCS resumes. Astros down 0-2 in Texas. Taking on the Rangers. Max Scherzer tossing that baseball for the Texas Ball Club. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. One day trades. Three cents a share. That's $3. cheap and one plays scratch-offs. When we go to gamble, we go to lose. If they still work here, you can bet they're in the bend. Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. You pick the songs, we'll play them. 410-583-1057 is the number. Only one more segment to go, so get them in here and make it a good one. Nolan McGraw, as I said, is waiting for you. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato, joining us now to talk a little football as we head into week seven and the draft, which is still obviously months away. But uh, players are rising up draft boards, I guess, from CBSSports.com. He's on the WGK Law guest hotline. He is our friend Ryan Wilson. Ryan, what is up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. How's it going? Going all right. Let's start with the uh, NFC South. And we were talking a little bit about this yesterday. And going into the year, Ryan, it was a division that really didn't have a clear favorite. And here we are heading into week six. Probably the same thing. All right, we'll throw Carolina out. They're winless. So we'll cross them off the list. But Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, and Tampa's got it. Or excuse me, Tampa and Atlanta in Tampa this week. New Orleans plays tomorrow night against Jacksonville. Have you, Ryan Wilson, being as astute as you are, identified a favorite in this division? Or is it going to be down to the wire like we saw last year when I think Tampa made it with a losing record, right, Mm -hmm. to the playoffs? Yeah, I still think it's pretty wide open. I, I enjoyed watching Baker over the first, uh, what was that, four games there, and, and then they ran into the buzzsaw that is the Detroit Lions on Sunday. Uh, and that'll be a fun matchup this weekend with Baltimore. Uh, but in terms of, of where this division is, I really have no idea. The Buccaneers, excuse me, the uh, Saints defense is it's playing out of its mind. Um, Desmond Ritter, he still struggles with the accuracy issues that he had coming out of Cincinnati. And that's a, a big problem for Arthur Smith. I don't know if Taylor Heineke is going to be in their future anytime soon. You have, you have too many playmakers in that offense not to be scoring more points. Uh, you mentioned Carolina's out of the mix, and I, I think that's exactly right, unfortunately, for, for Bryce Young and Frank Reich. Uh, but I just keep coming back to if Baker's able to be protected, and, and the Buccaneers done a pretty good job of that, and, and get the balls to his playmakers, which he's done a pretty good job of that, and let the defense do its thing. I trust them the most. Derek Carr's got that injury in, in New Orleans. So I'll, I'll lean Tampa right now, but but it's pretty wide open. And you know, I think I said this last week to you guys. We talked about the AFC North being a potential juggernaut in the in the summer. Turns out that NFC South might end up being better uh, from top to bottom than the AFC North, which just depending on the week can be the best or the worst uh, division in football. Hey Ryan, let me ask you one um, draft type question right now, since we're kind of in the middle of the college season. How do you stack up the quarterbacks? So I was, I mean, congratulations on the win over the weekend, Vinny. I was interested to see how Kayla Williams played in that game. And right. the first half, oh boy, ugh. it was one terrible interception after the next. But I went back and watched that game, and I give him a lot of credit because in the second half he came out and he looked like Kayla Williams usually looks. Now the score wasn't indicative of that. The game had been settled pretty much by halftime. Uh, but he didn't turn the ball over. He made a ton of NFL throws. And more importantly for me, he didn't give up because we've seen guys – 
in his position and in other positions. When the score is the way it was, you sort of just mail it in and look forward to next week, and he didn't do that. So he's my number one. Drake May is my number two, but every time I watch Drake May, he makes about two or three throws a game where I go, you know, that's not going to work at the next level. Those are turnover-worthy plays in college. They're going to be interceptions in the NFL. I would like to see him clean that up. But he does do a lot of things well. Number three for me is Michael Penix. Um, you know, we keep talking about, well, he had the two ACLs, two shoulders. That was over two years ago at Indiana. He's been lights out at Washington the last season and a half, and he continues to get better. I, I love the way he played in that game on Saturday. Uh, and then after that, man, it is wide open. I'm higher on Spencer Rattler than some other people are. I think he's had a good sort of turnaround at South Carolina. He's basically the only show in town in that offense right now. They do have number 17, their wide receiver, who's pretty good. Uh, J.J. McCarthy, some folks like him more than I do. Bo Nix, Quinn Ewers, those guys are going to all be in the mix in terms of the, the next tier of quarterbacks. I think Shador Sanders goes back. If he does come out, I think he has a chance to be a first-rounder, too. Now, Ryan, let's look at the AFC North. You know, what do we know after six weeks? Well, we know after a handful of days that every team in the AFC North won and the Steelers were on their bye, so that wasn't good news (laughs) for them. Uh, But here's the thing. I think when you talk about the top-tier teams in the AFC, if Baltimore plays like it did last week on Sunday, Mm -hmm. they're in that conversation. If they play like they did two weeks ago in in Pittsburgh, they are not in that conversation. So that's one thing. The other thing, um, I don't know what Deshaun Watson's deal is, but they were able to beat the 49ers with P.J. Walker. And that, again, we talk about this every week almost. Jim Schwartz deserves to be coached here, even though he's a coordinator, Mm -hmm. because he has found ways to get the most out of that group. And that group is really good. But they didn't click until Jim Schwartz got there on defense. So if Deshaun comes back, and can play like an above-average quarterback, they have to be in the conversation. And finally, Joe Burrow also looks to be back. Yeah. But I wonder, I mean, they're 3-3, three and three, but they feel like uh, they're so far behind the eight ball with that slow start. They're 0-3 in the AFC. And they're still not, in terms of explosive plays, they're dead last behind Steelers in the entirety of NFL. And that's concerning to me. Can that change? Can people other than Jamar Chase get involved in those explosive plays um, because we haven't seen that yet, but maybe that's a function of Joe uh, Burrow not being himself. So this division suddenly looks to be incredibly tight. Uh, I still trust the Ravens more than any other team right now, though. Yeah, when I, when I watched the Steelers, I don't know what you thought, but, you know, after they had lost that game and then, you know, there was going to be changes and they put them in pads and all this, I mean, <laughs> that first that first quarter, you know, I mean – the Ravens should have been up twenty-one nothing. They it, because guys were running wide open. I'm like, this is the same team that we saw the week before. They were horrible. Yeah, it's funny if you go back through Tomlin's history, and he's been there since '07. He's had a handful of conversations to the media where he would say, after a bad loss, things are going to change, and invariably those changes would lead to things getting worse before they got better, and the changes not even being that much. So I don't know. Look. You know where I stand on the off the coordinator. The quarterback isn't playing well, um, and it, you can just go from there. And the defense, if they're on, it's fun to watch. If they're off, you need to have the other team drop a bunch of passes to keep you in the football game, and that's exactly what happened in that, in that Ravens-Steelers game. Hey, Ryan, what's your, what's your thoughts on the Jets? They're fun. Like, they're, they're fun. And I give Zach Wilson credit for bouncing back and sort of just hanging off for dear life. Didn't make any mistakes in that game. Uh, against the Eagles, that defense won without their two starting cornerbacks, including Sauce Gardner. And, you know, we talk about Quentin Williams, but his brother turns out a pretty good linebacker, Quincy Williams. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars drafted him in the third round, I believe. 
uh, ended up signing with the Jets, and he just balls out. He plays next to C.J. Mosley. He was a big free agent signing for them a few years ago, and he's a little older, but Quincy Williams is just getting after it, and, and I think they gave the Eagles all they wanted and then some. So, of course, the, the long-term question becomes, Vinny, okay, what if this team has nine wins or so and they're sniffing around the playoffs? Are you going to mm-hmm. you know, push Aaron Rodgers out there in the wheelchair and make him play in January? Because I think that, you know, I, that seems impossible to me, especially for someone at that advanced age, uh, 39, 40 years old. But that's what we're going to be talking about if this team continues to play well. But I, I'm happy to see Zach Wilson have some success after struggling so, poor, so much last year. Ryan, do you think there's any issues in Buffalo, more so with the offense probably than with the defense? Yeah, I do. I mean, look, it's one thing to lose to P.J. Walker uh, when Jim Schwartz is coordinating up the defense, and if you're San Francisco facing the Browns, it's another thing to lose uh, to Tyrod Taylor at home, and the Gi- the Giants haven't done anything all year on either side of the ball. And I don't know what's going on in Buffalo in terms of that offense clicking, uh, but they should have lost that football game, mm-hmm. and it, it probably shouldn't even have been as close as it was. Look, Josh Allen does some really good things, but you, you it's hard to figure out where the disconnect is from series to series because you talk about the Dolphins and they lost to Buffalo, but you're not really concerned about the Dolphins. Uh, you know, you talk about the the Chiefs, no one's concerned about the Chiefs. Even the Eagles and 49ers you feel better about, at least I do, than you do about the, the Buffalo Bills from, from one series to the next. It's just so much inconsistency. So I, they got to get it sorted out. I don't know if they're going to win that division. I think Miami's a better football team. Um, but Buffalo sort of needs that home field advantage, especially in December, January, if they want to sort of get back to where they want to get to, which is, of course, the Super Bowl. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com, joins us every Wednesday here on The Fan. Last thing for you, Ryan, I know you were high on C.J. Stroud going into the draft. They're on a bye, Houston, this week. If They're kind of in it there in that AFC South. How far is he exceeding your expectations, or is he doing kind of what you thought he would do, certainly in regards to taking care of the football? If anyone told you that he's doing exactly what they thought he they would do, he would do at this point. They're not telling you the truth because he has exceeded expectations. I would imagine D'Amico Ryan and Bobby Sloak, the defensive coordinator, are, are pleasantly surprised at how well he's playing. And I give Sloak, the first-year offensive coordinator, a ton of credit for putting him in positions to have success, but he's making everyone around him better. Tank Dell, the rookie, who didn't play last week because of concussion. Nico Collins is finally balling out. Robert Woods is having a resurgence. Dalton Schultz. And he's doing it with an offensive line that was banged up until about last week when they got the right tackle back. So I give all the credit to C.J. Stroud for for doing what he's been able to do because we make a lot of excuses for Bryce in that offense in Carolina with the offensive line stinking and no one getting open. It ain't like C.J.'s playing for the Kansas City Chiefs. So credit to him and credit to that team for turning itself around in in a short period of time. And and they're in the the middle of it. It ain't over for him. And and I think this bias comes at a perfect time for him. Ryan Wilson, CBSSports.com. Ryan, always great to talk to you. Enjoy the rest of your Woman Crush Wednesday. Thank you, guys. All right. There's Ryan Wilson, everybody. It's Vinny at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, have some good Orioles news for you, which we'll share. Stay tuned for that. And we'll look at the schedule for Week 7 of the National Football League, which starts tomorrow. Jacksonville at New Orleans, a game you can hear, 105.7 The Fan. Then it's a fun house trip. Nolan McGraw, inside access, takes over at 2. And we have playoff baseball, American League Championship Series. Houston trying to get back into it. They're down to 0-2. They're at home taking on the Texas Rangers. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Taking sports to a whole new level. 1057 The Fan. Good evening, Haiti. 1057 The Fan. Woman Crush Wednesday. Some bangles. Bob Haiti, Vinny Serato, Nolan McGraw. Other side of the glass. Some Orioles news for you. Both Ryan Mountcastle and Adley Rutschman were named today as finalists for the Rawlings Gold Glove Award. Not Golden Glove, that's boxing. It's Gold Glove. Rutschman, Jonah Heim, Alejandro Kirk. Now, Nolan, if you look at Alejandro Kirk, the last thing you would think would be Golden Glove. I always say Gold Glove. I would think, boy, he looks like he could put it down at the buffet table. Not the most nimble guy. Well, for his size, I guess, pretty nimble. Hey, you can never judge a book by its cover, I guess, but Adley. Finalist for the Gold Glove and Ryan Mountcastle at first base. By the way, O'Hearn's no slouch with the no, mid over yeah, there he's either. Good. But Anthony Rizzo, longtime premier defender, and Nathaniel Lowe from the Texas Rangers and Ryan Mountcastle. Those are your Gold Glove finalists as the Orioles are nominated for two. Remember last year, Ramon Arias won at third base, which kind of came out of nowhere. And I think Gunner kind of gets hosed because you can't pigeonhole him into one position or another, or I think he would deserve consideration. Probably will as his career progresses. He's going to win American League Rookie of the Year. You saw the player's choice. He was Rookie of the Year finalist. Uh, Braddish, one of the top pitchers, and O'Hearn, comeback player of the year. So the honors are coming. Hyde's going to probably win manager of the year. Elias going to get executive of the year. So Oh, that's great. I mean, you're still stinging from the season ending in a sweep to Texas. But, you know, 
you win 101 games, you get tribute paid to you, oh. and we'll see it defensively. And the Orioles were one of the best defensive teams in baseball this year. And, and they should get it, Bob. I mean, they, they should get awards. I mean – you're the in look at just look at 2019. Look at all those pro. What the Ravens have 13? Yeah, and, and I lost think, in the first round. I can't of the remember who it was, but one of the players backed out, and another guy yeah. from the Ravens got yeah. slid in there. Yeah. Well, these are getting announced as we speak here, and we've only made it catcher, first base, second base, pitchers. Yes, so, what do we got? Well, no, I, nothing. I'm refreshing frantically, but uh, <laughs> I assume Gunner will get some sort of mention. Easy. That shortstop. You're frantically refreshing. Well, yeah, I Mullins better get some consider. Maybe. He missed a lot of time, though. But look, they Gold Glove, I'd change now because it used to be just the managers voting for right. it. Well, Mountcastle missed a ton of time, too. Yeah. He's in there. So I don't know. I mean, Mullins should have been a finalist two years running and yeah. never got the, any consideration there. But anyway, we'll keep you up to date on that and we'll see if they win it as the voting process continues on. NFL schedule for week. Seven starts tomorrow, 105.7 The Fan, of course. Prime Video, getting back to that nonsense, that streaming and whatever. I mean, look, I can whine, which I am, obviously. I mean, I can literally watch the game on my phone. No, but you with, know what the funny thing is, is, Bob, it's it's easier to watch it on your phone because there's not the little uh, thing, you know, that keeps stopping, you know. Or the buffering buffering ball. Yeah. You have a problem with your buffering ball there as you're, re- as you're frantically refreshing. <laughs> full full disclosure, I don't even have Prime. <laughs> so I have to go to other uh, resources to watch Thursday Well, you're football. out there in White Marsh now, right? Right. Yeah. No but, shortage uh, of places to watch. Well, not that. I mean, there's there's other places online that you can huh. watch any game you want. But Don't get yourself in trouble there. No. But anyway, Jacksonville at New Orleans. The spread yesterday was three with the news that Trevor Lawrence said he looks to play spread is now dropped to one Lions in baltimore ravens three-point favorites there raiders at the bears vegas minus three cleveland is at indy browns are minus three but what the hell's going on with uh, deshaun watson he ain't playing he ain't playing i mean is he playing anytime soon if he's got what is that rotator t- cuff tear or whatever it is yeah some small tear or some uh, you know all of a sudden that that came to light now, and he had to a, a micro tear oh. of his rotator cuff. He said he's still learning about the nature of the injury. Oh, okay. Well, when he learns, I guess we'll all find out together. Buffalo's at New England. Bills minus eight and a half. Patriots one in five on the year. Winless at home. Oh, let them be one and six. Commanders at the Giants. Washington minus two. Atlanta at Tampa. Tampa minus two and a half. Pittsburgh's at the Rams. Rams are three-point favorites there. And we'll see how Pittsburgh, after coming off the bye, responds on the road. We talked about Williams going to be out for a while running the football for L.A., so they've got running back problems like the Lions do, which we'll start yep. breaking down more in depth tomorrow. Cardinals, just tuning in. Kyler Murray's been designated to return for them. They're 1-5, 0-3 away from home. At Seattle, Seahawks lost a tough one at Cincinnati last week. Seattle minus eight here. Green Bay is at Denver. Packers minus one. Green Bay at Denver. Yeah. That'll be. um, That was a hell of a Super Bowl 27 years ago. Well, they got to find out who love is. 
I'm more encouraged with my quarterback in Green Bay than I would be long-term with Russell Wilson. Because Russell Wilson's not tied to Sean Payton. No, he's not. So I'm guessing they might be looking to go in another direction next year at the QB position. And I think financially, what's his, he gonna, he's going to kill their uh, finances. Russell Wilson will, the cap. He's not having a bad year. 12 no, touchdowns, yeah. four picks. It hasn't been, it, their, their defense is a sieve. I mean, Sutton's got four touchdown receptions. Didn't somebody call in yesterday a text about trading for him? Yes. But why it goes back, I don't want to take up too much time here, but why, if you're trading for a wide receiver, the moves you made at wide receiver are not working out for you if you're the Ravens, right? Do we think that was, of all the weaknesses they had, Wide receiver wasn't expected to be one, but there were a lot, guys, of what ifs. If yeah. this and if that, and a lot Health. of the yeah, a lot of the ifs are rising <laughs> to the uh, four here. Chargers at Kansas City, Chiefs minus five and a half. Dolphins at Philly. That looks like a good game. Bob, I would say that Philly. If Chargers go to two and four, they're done. Heck, right now they're behind the Raiders in that division. Yeah. Miami's at Philly. And by the way, fraudulent Phillies, what Q called them. Uh, Philly minus two, two five and one teams. And then Monday night, 49ers at Minnesota. San Francisco minus seven. Buys this week. Cincy, Dallas, Tennessee, New York Jets, Carolina, and Houston. It's video at Haiti 105.7. The fan will come back. Take a trip through the funhouse. Inside access coming up here at two o'clock. You got playoff baseball. ALCS resumes tonight. Houston at uh, Texas taking on the Rangers. Astros actually way better on the road than they are at home. So that might vote. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well for them. As Hyder would say, the Bobster and the Vin Man. I like our guys. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan, here on this Woman Crush Wednesday. Bob Haney, Vinny Serrato. Tomorrow's Total Request Thursday. John Harbaugh, Lamar Jackson, others will meet with the media here within the hour. Things will start, so we'll have all that for you. Tomorrow as well, we'll have a better idea what's going on in the ALCS. Remember, you can hear Game 3 tonight as the Astros are at the Rangers. Max Scherzer is on the hill for Texas. No Maryland this week, college football. But Saturday, we've got Penn State at Ohio State at noon. So we still have you covered with the college pigskin. A couple of top 10 teams going at it. Right there, Big Ten teams at that. Adley Rutschman, Ryan Malcastle, named today as Gold Glove finalist. Any update there, Nolan? Because I turned my computer off, full disclosure. Not that I've seen, but I'll check one more time. I'll keep that thing rolling. And we got a lot to get to this weekend as well with the Ravens and the Lions. Tomorrow, we'll have film breakdown of Detroit. Yeah. We'll start getting into some stats. We'll be talking to Detroit people before we get to kickoff coming up Sunday. Baltimore Game Day Uncensored, the pregame show coming up 10 o'clock this Sunday, live from Horseshoe Casino. Me and Ken Wyman preparing you for that one. And then you and Lanolin and everybody will take over at 11. Bob, you know what? We kind of watching. I started watching the film this morning, and they're they're kind of uh, 
mirror images of each other, both teams. But Ravens Physical, and you know, well, let me just say this. And this compliment to Detroit. They could play in the AFC North. You know, they play that style. Physical, tough, you know, and offensively, they like to kind of dink and throw the quick screens and do all that kind of stuff, too. And they want, they're running the ball a lot. You know, and they play a they play a physical defense, good fundamentally. So to me, they're kind of a, a lot like the Ravens. They're a lot like each other. And we heard Van Noy say Kyle Van Noy yesterday on Pat McAfee. This is a litmus test game for Baltimore. Same thing for the Lions, yeah. who already already have a win at Kansas City, already have a win at Lambeau and Tampa. And if they can win in Baltimore, they're 4-0 on the road and, you know, four pretty interesting places to play, shall we say. I, I would say this, Bob. For them to win, golf has got to be the best quarterback on a field Sunday. If Lamar's the best quarterback on a field Sunday, Detroit doesn't win. It's Vinny and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. Nolan, what do you think? Well, I got an update yes. on the Gold Glove Awards. What do we got? Uh, if Gunnar Henderson's going to win one, it's going to have to be with the extra utility Gold Glove, which has not been announced yet because your shortstop finalists in the American League are Anthony Volpe, Corey Seager, and Carlos Correa. At third base in the American League, Matt Chapman, Jose Ramirez, Alex Bregman. Ah. So maybe with the split time, he's eligible for the utility Gold Glove Award. <laughs> All right. So Gold Gloves are flying. Hello? Gold Gloves are flying. Let's go to that fun house. Quick draws, fun house. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 105.7 The Fan. Uh, this one here, Texter says, how much money, or extra money rather, has Aaron Nola made himself so far this postseason, and would he be a good fit for Baltimore? Of course he would. But you talk about that extra money. Right. right. I mean, that count, I don't think the Orioles would have been in on him anyway. But, you know, you kick the tires if you're Mike Elias, but nah, not happening here. I don't even know if Philly's going to let him leave. They got themselves, look, they've, they're not reluctant to spend dough. I mean, they just gave Turner a bazillion dollars. Uh, I think they'll try to keep that little mini thing going, whatever they got. What what Philly has proven is, you know, you need to be good enough to win 90-some games, get to the playoffs. But the 162 win your division stuff, I mean, two years in a row, the Braves have crushed. And two years in a row, they're drinking beer with us watching the Phillies in the NLCS. <laughs> Uh, this one here from Chris says, uh, just something to think about. The Simmons play was a dirty, cheap shot intended to injure a player. Meanwhile, the Hamilton hit an unfortunate outcome of a physical game. Hamilton still ends up being the one who gets tossed in all the uh, the scrum. I'll bet both get fined. I'll bet that, Norm. I'll bet you Simmons will get fined. Right. And, you know, uh, no suspension for Hamilton. That got reported yesterday. Oh, good. That's, that's off the table. But Simmons, if you didn't hear earlier in the show, everybody just tuning in, Marlon Humphrey said on his podcast that Beckham and Simmons had to be separated after the game. <clears throat> uh, another one here, Texter says, the thing about Detroit's offense is it seems to rely heavily on play action for their big shots downfield without their usual impact running backs. Could that not be a factor, the play-action threat. Well, possibly, but what they'll do is 
They play a lot of two tight ends, you know, so they have the play action or they'll put in an extra offensive lineman. And, and they do that to take shot down the field. And, you know, against Tampa, they only ran the ball 22 times. They threw it 44. So maybe if they don't have the threat of it, then you're not that worried about it. But the deep ball they hit in the Tampa game, like I said, they only ran it 22 times. And how about this one here? Texter says, if Gus Edwards is the Ravens' best threat as an inside runner, why is he being removed from the game when they get down inside the five? Well, I think Justice Hill, I, I my guess is, and I don't know, is Justice Hill has scored a few touchdowns down there. And, you know, I'm guessing that they just stick with the hot guy there. Just like when they ran uh, the power play for Lamar, you know, a couple of times and they, and they kept scoring, they kept running it. One last one here. Texter wants to know what happened to Isaiah Likely. I uh, thought he was the second go-to tight end on this team, was primed. For plenty of targets this year, now it seems you forget that he's even out there. I think uh, Aguilar kind of has his spot. You know, is what I, I think. They feel like Aguilar is a better weapon than likely. Gas up the bus inside the red zone. It's meeting at Haiti, 105.7. The fan will be back tomorrow with Total Request Thursday. Talk about everything that's going on in the world of sports over the 24 hours that will be passing, more or less, since we resume the show. For Nolan McGraw, Vinny Serrato, I'm Bob Haney. Inside Access coming up next. Playoff baseball tonight. ALCS Game 3, Houston at Texas. You can hear that on the fans. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Have a great day. For now, class. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.